Headliner Radio, the creative voice. Welcome to Headliner Radio. Today I'm here with guitarist, singer-songwriter JD Simo to talk about his journey so far and his new album, Songs from the House of Greece. Hi JD, how are you? I'm doing lovely, and yourself? I'm good, thank you. Thanks so much for coming on today. Thanks for having me. No worries. Whereabouts in the world are you joining us from? I am uh, in Nashville, Tennessee, which is where I live, and I'm actually heading to uh, to a session working with uh, my friend Jimmy Hall uh, today. Nice. Um, and uh, which it's a kind of a heavy situation because obviously we we lost Jeff Beck yesterday, and Jimmy has been in Jeff's band for quite a long time yeah. so it's it's uh it's a it's a relatively somber morning as a result yeah. of it but uh nonetheless that is that is where i'm i am in nashville sitting in nashville traffic at this very moment <laughs> oh no that does not sound like fun <laughs> <laughs> that's fine <laughs> yeah <laughs> um okay cool so what what have you been up to the last few months happy new year by the way as we are in january 2023 uh, <laughs> Absolutely, right, right back at you. Um, yes. um, well, uh, yeah, no, I the the the, uh, the last several months I was was a bunch of touring here in America with with my trio and and um, uh, I I pulled off from that for in a couple of instances to join a lot of my friends who do this uh, Almond Brothers tour every year. The basically the the estates of the Almond Brothers. Uh, my friend Dwayne Betts and, and Devin Allman are, are they do this lengthy tour every year as a sort of celebration of their family's uh, uh, contribution to music, as it were. And so, oh, nice. uh, broke off and did a bunch of those, and then um, I'm in several different side projects, and um, and so there was uh, several. Uh, isolated shows with with some of those and um uh, i'm always as as i am today i'm always involved in uh recording on other people's records and 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 producing in some cases and stuff so um it's been uh the last several months and 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 at the moment it's been very busy yeah so can't complain (laughs) Mm -hmm. um okay so i kind of want to go kind of back to the beginning for you um like when did you like start music and when what were you doing before music and what kind of made you realize that this was like going to be your career well i was super 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 young um Mm. i uh well i saw elvis on television ironically enough yeah Uh, when i was a little boy I, i was uh four years old or so and i just fell in love with what it you know whatever it was that struck me um and in particular his guitar player uh scotty moore mm, yeah of course. Uh, back back in the back in the 50s and and so um you know begged my parents for a guitar and, and got one mm-hmm. um and um i was obsessed with it right away you know just was all ate up with sitting in my room, listening to records and trying to learn to play. And, mm. and, uh, and I was playing in bars, uh, 
you know, I was like nine, 10 years old, like already like playing in bars and stuff. So really there's no, I don't really have any conscious memories before yeah. being in love with music. It's just, I've done it my whole life. You it's know? just natural. And uh, yeah, you know, uh, but also a lot of hard work along the way, but it's just, you yeah. know, it's, it's, it, it, it's, so, you know, there's, there's not really any conscious thought on my part before I got into music, you know? Yeah. That's cool. Love that. Um, mm-hmm. So, so what, what, what did you go straight into music when you could, or were you doing anything beforehand? No, I mean, cause like I said, I started playing, bar, playing, you know, in nightclubs and stuff oh, right, while yeah. I was still in grade school, grade school. And then, oh, okay. um, uh, you know, but when I got, finally got into high school, you know, I was already gigging yeah. on the weekends. And, uh, and so then I, I would, uh, you know, it, it made it tough those first couple of years of high school. And I unfortunately didn't end up finishing because I, I dropped out when I was 16 or I wasn't even 16. I was 15, um, mm-hmm. to go out on, on the road with a band and, um, and then, uh, you know, toured all over the U.S. Um, for the, the, the remainder of my teenage years, playing in uh, lots of different types of bands. And some, some were mine and some were other people's, you know. Yeah. And then eventually I moved to Nashville um, when I, you know, right before I turned 21. And I've been here since. And uh, so, I mean, I literally, I've never done, I've, you know, and I don't come from a, wealthy family or anything but it's you know it's all all i've ever done is play guitar i've never i've never had a job oh, i love that playing guitar. i love that yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, me too <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so what would you who would you say like are your top three um uh, like i'm um, in musical influences <laughs> oh that's a real tough one i mean you know i you know what made me want to get into to music in the first place was was you know Elvis and and uh, and Booker T and the MGs uh, from from Memphis and and uh, you know the Beatles you know not unlike anyone else you know mm. but as far as as you know people who influenced me I mean there's 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 so many I mean you know it's Miles Davis or Lightning Hopkins or or um, a guy named Earl Hooker or something, you know, there's, I mean, I could talk to you for days on end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's not a bad thing to have uh, too many influences, is it now? <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like, you know, it's just like if you're a writer or something, it's like the more books you write, the more books you read, you know, oh, yeah, the, more authors yeah, you, of course. the more authors you experience, you know, it's, if you take little bits and pieces from, from hundreds, if not thousands of different sources, you know, it's only going to inform what it is that you do. And music is no one, no, no different than, than that kind of thing. You know, you, hopefully you're influenced by everything you ever hear in some regard. You know. Yeah. Yeah, of yeah. course. Um, so where do you, where do you get your inspiration from to write music and like, what's your kind of process towards writing music? Um, I, I'm not that prolific personally. There's friends of mine that can literally sit down and and um, and do it almost daily. 
Mm. Uh, for me, I just I, I I'm I'm constantly I constantly have an instrument in my hand because I, you know, most days I'm I'm working in some capacity, and so I'm always having an instrument in my hands. And for me, it just something it just happens when I'm just noodling around or I'm, or I'm fooling with something. You know, it, it's it's never any uh, it's never anything that uh, structured or uh, uh, and I certainly don't sit down to do it i just it just happens when it happens when it happens you know and i i generally um write relatively quickly because i don't you know like when something hits me i just sort of recognize oh this is something that's interesting and i just focus on it and usually it comes out relatively quickly you know for for me Mm. and that's that's typically my process you know um for, for the most part yeah, cool. Um, so, what what would what would you say is like your your biggest performance um, you've ever done would be? Ooh, uh, um, that's a good question. Um, I uh, there's been a lot, you know. There, <laughs> you know, the first time the first time I ever played the Ryman auditorium here in Nashville was a, was a real big deal. I've been real lucky to play there mm. many times, uh, since then. Um, uh, but the very first time was, was, was certainly, um, something very, very special. Um, yeah. I've been really, I've been really lucky to play, um, with, uh, Phil Lesh, uh, from the mm. Grateful Dead. I've been lucky to play in his band, mm. um, several times. And, the very first time that I ever played with Phil in San Francisco, I, you know, I hadn't met him yet. Mm. So I met him at Soundcheck and, uh, and it was, you know, that's certainly something that I'll never forget. Um, you know, the yeah. first time I met Ry Cooter, who's a big, who's a big hero of mine, you know, that was, a that was, that was that's something, cool. you know, uh, the first, yeah. The first time I worked with Jack White at his home studio, we were, we worked on, stuff for Beyonce's lemonade wow. album. Um, wow. <laughs> I, I didn't get to meet Beyonce. I didn't, I didn't get to meet Beyonce. She wasn't there. Still. Um, uh, but, but the first time I, you know, that getting to meet Jack and, and work with him that first time was uh, something I'll never forget. Certainly it was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a lot of, those are, but those are the ones, you know, those are a few just off the top of my head. You know. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so let's talk about this um, Elvis movie then. Um, you mm-hmm. did the guitar for the Elvis movie. I just mm-hmm. want to know like everything about that because that is so cool. You were saying <laughs> you were saying it took took years to do. Yeah, we started working on it, and when I say we, my uh, you know my good friend Dave Cobb, who's a, a very noted. Um, uh, award-winning producer here in Nashville uh, is a very dear friend, and um, I'm lucky that I've gotten to work on a lot of albums and projects with him now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he he called me um, and asked if I this is in 2018 um, if I could come in and play some guitar for um, for an Elvis movie that he was going to work on, and that was mm. that was all that he said to me about it, and so you know, we started work then and that is, that was actually before Austin was even cast as Elvis. The only one that 
was attached to the project at that point was Tom Hanks. And, um, so needless to say, it was very exciting. And, you know, we, so we started work then in the summer, I think it was June or I'm pretty sure it was June of 2018. And then, you know, we, we worked intermittently on and off up until December of 2021 when we, when we finished, um, everything. Um, and, uh, it was incredible process and it was, you know, uh, ignorance is bliss for me because I didn't know who Baz Luhrmann was. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I, uh, you know, it made it a little easier for me to, uh, yeah. to walk in and, 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 and not have, uh, I quickly realized what a big deal it was, yeah. uh, you know, cause it was, it was, it was obvious, um, uh, uh, it was obvious very fast, you know, like that this was a, a really big deal. Um, but, uh, yeah, we did it in chunks and, you know, we recorded, you know, way, way more material than was, than was necessary. Mm. Um, you know, there, there's, there's a lot of stuff that obviously didn't make it into the film. Mm. Um, but there's tons that did. And so, you know, standouts for me would be, you know, working with Yola on the sister Rosetta Thorpe stuff and, and, um, uh, working with Shanka mm. on the big, you know, a dearly departed Shanka, yeah. you know, working on the, the big mama Thornton stuff was, was, was a blast. And, yeah, it um, sounds and then, yeah. And then, you know, and of course working, working with Austin, you know, I, I was, I was there the, the, you know, the very first time Austin ever went in a recording studio, you know, he, he had just gotten cast and, you know, he came in and we were already, cause we'd already worked as a team, me and the, the bass player and the drummer and the keyboard player and the production team. And, nice. you know, Baz's people from Australia, you know, we'd already worked together a few times. So we were already kind of familiar with one another and, and yeah, yeah. had inside jokes and stuff. And, <laughs> and here comes Austin, you know, having just gotten cast. And that's when we recorded um, the, the very first day that he was in the studio with us is when we cut, the Louisiana hayride sequence and several other things, even some of the Rustwood park scene and stuff we did that just those either that first day or those first two or three days. And he was, you know, needless to say, very remarkable and yeah. a joy to work with. And it was a huge honor, you know, um, uh, there, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of music in the movie and, and um, it was, yeah. it was, it was a joy and a pleasure you know, one of the great honors of my life, you know, yeah. especially given that Elvis was, you know, like I said, you know, was kind of my initial impetus to want to play music in the first place. So yeah, it's like it a, was a, a full a circle. Big moment. Thing. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I love them. I love hearing about them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Okay, cool. So let's talk about your new album, um, Songs from the House of Greece. Mm-hmm. which is yeah it's just a co- yeah oh, it's just a collection of songs that you know i i hadn't planned to make a new record uh mm-hmm. necessarily we were i was in the middle of of uh of tours um with a specific lineup of of other musicians and uh we were home for a month or six weeks or whatever it was and there were several songs that we were playing in our live shows that hadn't been recorded yet mm. and i asked them if they'd come 
over on a, you know, one of these free days, you know, to, to, to cut those that simple as that. And, um, mm. and so we got together for two very leisure afternoons, you know, just to literally get together, have a long lunch, hang out and then play music for a little bit. And then he would call it a day by four o'clock in the afternoon. It was very, very leisure. Yeah. And, um, and, uh, I, so I recorded that what, you know, makes up this new record and I was either going to just do an EP or, or, uh, maybe release one or two of them or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I played mm-hmm. it for my team. I, you know, I sent it to my team after I did it, you know, my management and the people from the record label and, and they all really liked it. And they, they, you know, they, the general consensus was this should be your next record. And I mm-hmm. was, uh, you know, I was like, well, yeah. great, I guess, you know, okay. I didn't, I, you know, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't put any thought into it really. It was just capturing some raw performances without any real production or oh, nice. any of that. And, and, you know, and here it is. Yeah. So. Yeah. I love that. Easy breezy. <laughs> yeah, very. Um, so what, the name of the album, what, where's, where does that come from? Why, why have you chose that? Name? Oh, uh, well, that's, it, it, it is the, uh, it's what we affectionately call my, my home studio, um, which oh. takes up quite a bit, uh, <laughs> okay. uh, which takes up quite a bit of my, of, of my home. And, and, uh, we just affectionately call it the house of Greece. And oh. so that's where that comes from. Oh my God. Okay. I love that. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. Yeah, I, don't, I was thinking there was going to be some, you know, hidden meaning. <laughs> no, no. It's just as simple as the record itself. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Um, so the album consists of a few covers, does it? Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. There's, I was gonna... there's, a, there's an, an old Fred McDowell song that starts the record, but it's, it's, it's a very different arrangement, obviously yeah, than, he, yeah. than, than he, than he did. And, and then there's a, um, uh, there's a song that I heard Ry Cooter do initially, but it's an old, uh, blind Alfred Reed song, mm. um, which is uh, a lot of fun to play. And then there's a John Coltrane song, um, Afro blue from which, you know, is, mm. was on uh, live at Birdland is the, version i'm familiar with um so yeah a few covers a few originals yeah yeah what 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 original on the album would you say is your favorite (laughs) (laughs) oh oh i don't know i mean i like i I like them all you know yeah i i actually love playing the fred mcdowell song the best out of out of all the two that's right (laughs) (laughs) that's my that's my that's my favorite to play of all the songs on the record that's just a very fun thing to do with. Yeah. Cool. And that's and that's out tomorrow, the thirteenth. It is indeed. Yeah. yeah. You excited? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's you know, it's wonderful. Yeah. yeah. So once this is out, it'll be out for everyone to hear. Mm-hmm. Great. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what what would you say as a musician is your proudest moment? Mm. interesting um proudest moment well you know what so 
Okay, this is, I would say the Elvis movie, but it varies, there's a specific moment. So mm-hmm. I was prohibited, I, I wasn't able to, to attend any of the premieres um, because right. I, was wor- I was busy. I was working, I was doing other things. And it really was disappointing to not to get to participate, um, you know, because I was very much looking forward to it. But I just, it just didn't work out timing wise. I was, in different in, in in different cities working than 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 a premiere was was able for me to get to you know um mm-hmm. so the movie had been out a couple of weeks when before myself and my wife finally got to go even see it okay mm-hmm. and th- there's a there's a montage um i mean there's a million montages in the movie but uh mm-hmm. there's there's a there's a specific montage where he's doing that's all right mama and it's a it's a split screen between like 70s elvis 50s elvis and big boy crudup um doing it um Mm -hmm. and in all three cases in all three of those cases you know i'm playing guitar and it was just really and it like struck me that like you know elvis was such an important thing for me to learn how to play music and it's you know i'm like looking at the screen and listening to it and it's like well this is as close as i can get to actually playing for him you know yeah and it was just a very emotional moment where you know it's it was i was like wow you know it's i felt like i was you know a five-year-old kid or something you know just like can you believe this you know yeah. so anyways so that that you know I, i'll go with that there's other proud moments too but i'll, I'll go with that because it was very it was very emotional in yeah. the moment yeah fair play um mm-hmm. okay cool so what what have you what have you got um coming up next what what have you got in store well uh, i'm 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 leaving day after tomorrow to to go play some shows with with my friend jimmy hall who i'm working with today from wet willie fame and jeff beck fame and um uh we're going to do some stuff next week and then uh then i'm gonna fly to from there to from the last of that to uh, Washington DC to do a thing with Sirius XM radio. Uh, nice. And then, uh, and then uh, I've got a duo tour with Adam Abershoff, the drummer who's on the album um, starting in just a few weeks. That's going to uh, go for a bit. It's about a month long tour. And um, nice. And then we'll wrap wrap that up, and and I've got a couple other projects I'm hopping into in March, and that are all recording projects. And then uh, in April, May, and June, we'll be out doing trio uh, dates here in America, uh, uh, which I'm looking forward to. And yeah, on nice. into the sunset. I won't bore you with <laughs> yeah. with more scheduling for the rest of the year, but it's 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 shaping up to be a very busy year. So. Yeah. Well, I love that for you. <laughs> thank you. That's great. Um well, thank you so much for coming on today. It's been an absolute I really appreciate pleasure. you having me. Thank you. Yeah, no worries, of course. Um so yeah, I'll hopefully speak to you soon and everyone, the album is out tomorrow. Thanks so much. Take care. Headliner Radio, supporting the creative community.